0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Long Lost Heroes podcast. I'm AJ. And I'm Frank. We got a fun one for you guys. We just watched uh, Godzilla versus King Kong on HBO Max. Uh, new way that they're releasing movies this year. It's pretty exciting. I know we've talked about it a little bit, but movies that were supposed to go live into the theaters are now also being released simultaneously at home streaming, uh, which is a huge game changer. And, you know, I was actually toying with going back to the theater for this one. It... Just didn't work out, but uh, yeah, it's exciting that I had the option.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, it's it's going to be interesting as we get through the rest of the year. Um, I know, I think both of us will have to like toy with which ones we want to like. I'm torn. It's like Black Widow is now in July. I'll be able to see it. Do I want to see it in theaters or I want to, you know, keep keep my? Uh, I guess you know, I mean, for that's the difference. Disney Plus, you have to pay for it uh where it's right. like HBO Max like I'm pretty sure most of these I'm just going to watch at home. <laughs> yeah, to me it's kind of a no brainer. I um like Suicide I, Squad I'm on the fence but like I think I'll probably just gonna watch it. That's going to be in it. August too. Yeah, I'll probably just watch it at home though. I don't know. We'll see. Depends on what's going Maybe on.
0: Maybe they figured out drive throughs this summer. Ooh, you that'd know be like fun. <laughs> like I'm hopeful that 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 could still happen, you know. Um but yeah, either way Brand new movie release. We're cracking it down. We covered uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters, um, I think, two years ago or so. Yeah, two years
1: ago. I remember seeing that. That was was a fun time. We saw that in the big theater, right? Uh, I don't know if we saw this together. I I have a vivid memory of, like, I had, like, a summer Friday. I got on the subway and, like, rushed uptown because it probably came out, like, a couple weeks earlier. And it was like, I got to watch this before it's gone kind of thing. Okay. Um, I might have seen it by myself, all by my lonesome. <laughs> I think I went to the big theater for you, this movie. You probably did. And uh, these movies uh, deserve that. <laughs> they need that big theater. It's Well, I like that the way that they've
0: kind of changed him, and this is going to be one of my larger non-plot like plot theories of this movie. I think this movie is one of the first blockbuster movies that may look better fundamentally and was designed to look better fundamentally on your home theater. Um, be- because of the major way that they changed how Godzilla looks in the 2014 version to now. Why do I say that? The 2014 Gareth Edwards movie, Godzilla isn't in the, the full frame of the shot until the very, very end of the movie. The entire time we're setting Godzilla up, he's so massive and so big, you can only show a part of him in the frame to emphasize how fucking huge he
1: is. Right. Cuz you're you're in line with the human-sized characters like the whole time and you don't get these like wide shots of him.
0: Totally. And then, you know, the last movie you start to see Godzilla King of the Monsters, which was, you know, movies are still coming out in regular theaters at that time and I remember it just being absolutely epic that they kind of had to ch- shift going from not seeing all of Godzilla to being able to see Godzilla cuz he's fighting Other large kaiju, so they have to be, yes, uh, you know, able. You have to be able to see them in the frame. Um, And I really like the way that the cinematography was in that movie. I like how beautiful these films are. I think that they definitely capture, you know, something that is so heightened and so visually crazy and out of this world. Uh, that they can get away with the destruction; they don't have, you know, backlashes written by bloggers about destroying the city, i.e.,
1: Metropolis, Man of Steel. <coughs> enough. <Wait>. I mean, <laughs> they like, destroy so many buildings. Like, how many people are dying? Because, like, they get squashed by Godzilla. Millions,
0: like, millions, <laughs> millions in this movie. Millions of people which, died in this movie, which
1: is why they th- why it's such a big threat. It's like we haven't seen him in so long, and it's like he's here. Everybody, run! Everybody just starts running. Um, yeah, I watch this at home. I, you
0: know, I'm I'm lucky. I, you know, when I first moved into my house, I got a big ass 4K TV. Uh, Frank, you've had 4K for some time. Uh, yeah. How was this with your setup? What did you think?
1: Uh, uh, well, I mean, I've been I haven't bought because I was gonna get a new TV, a little bit bigger, just for the space that we're in. And I don't I don't know if it has anything to do with that. Like I. I think I would have preferred to see this in a theater. I, I don't think my setup was bad at all. Like the sound was good. I think it looks great on the TV. I just think the scale to me, uh, and the side, like, I just feel like the some of those shots that like wowed me here, I would have been like floored in a theater and be like, Oh my God, that was so cool. Um, and so I don't know. I, I think I also was like really looking forward to this movie. Uh, maybe like a couple of years ago as like, Oh, the, after the, the last one, it's like, Oh my God, we're going to have Godzilla versus Kong. That's so cool. Like, of course they should do this. This is, this makes so much sense. Like they're building out a shared universe. And so like in my mind, hyping that up, uh, I mean, they because Godzilla one came out in 2014, they've been like leading to this. I think they announced it in like 2015. And so like, Six okay. years and multiple movies and, and connectivity and all that. And so that getting to this movie, it's like, okay, let's go. And it's it kind of, I'm disappointed in, in that. A we couldn't see it in a theater mm. and B maybe it wasn't the movie. I thought it was going to be, but okay, I, I'll save mm. some of that for, as we get through it. But um, I think the experience at home was fine. Uh, And I think I'm going to, like I was saying, at the top, I'll probably continue to watch a lot of these new movies at home um, because it's easy. <laughs> yeah, it is. I
0: The only thing I'll, I'll say about my home theater setup to end here is I definitely want a sub now. I think that definitely would have been super oh, fun yeah. for the thumping around and all the all the fighting. I like the soundbar, but it was a little – it didn't give the richness mm. I was I was hoping for. Yeah, my, uh, my okay.
1: soundbar has got a, a subwoofer and two satellite speakers, <sighs> so I've got, like, the 5.1, which, like – Sometimes sometimes the five point one I don't know if it's active on like HBO Max. It's definitely active on Disney Plus. Like so every episode of uh Falcon, it's like, oh I hear the gunshots around me and stuff. Whereas, this is like, Do- it's Dolby, so it should be. Yeah, I don't know. Something, mm. Something's up. And I've been I, I was trying to fix it for Snyder Cut. I was trying to figure out what was going on. I don't know. I was like, I know my sound my speakers are working because they work for other stuff, but HBO Max doesn't seem to like it. Um anyway hmm but the subs work the sub works and it's fantastic and it's boomy and i'm now that i'm in my own house and not like in an apartment building i feel like i cranked it up <laughs> yeah that had to be that sound yeah. fun yeah uh let's play the plot game dude we haven't played this in a couple
0: of weeks yep i think the fans are hungry for it <laughs> uh what what is the plot game you ask uh people if you haven't listened to the james bond episodes or you're not a james bond fan last year Uh, We started watching all the James Bond movies again, and a quick way to kind of summarize the movie at the beginning of the episode was Frank and I take turns trying to summarize the movie in as few words as possible. Um, And this one I I know I'm going to have a trouble with because I – oh, boy. Um, Do you want to take
1: a shot at it before me? Should we both take shots at it? let's both take shots at it. Why not? Um, And so obviously, I mean, we've already talked a couple minutes here, uh, but if you haven't seen Godzilla vs. Kong yet – we're going to go into full spoilers, so go watch it. It's on HBO Max uh, until the end of April, so yep. you've got some time, uh, and then come back and listen to our episode. But for now, we're going to dive right into spoilers. Um, okay. <laughs> so the plot of this movie... Oh, some of the best talkie-talkie scenes
0: in the past five years, baby. I love this. <laughs> Uh, okay. Okay. Well. You have to, okay. Here's what I'm, t- here's why I like this movie maybe more than some other movies of late is because it's fundamentally fucking ridiculous that King Kong and Godzilla would ever fight. Right. You know, like, sure. Th- like that is, they literally thought this up. There's actually, they did a movie of this, you know, earlier in the 20th century. Um, But I, I haven't seen it. And, and it's also only to get those two big names to appear on screen to fight, and I think to the, the general moving going audience, kind of after, and and we've talked a little bit about theory of this in other respects on this podcast is how movies have um, been transforming to experiential uh, ex, 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 experiential experiences, experiences beyond just watching the film. That when you go to see Everest, you are you know shown how intense and and ridiculously. Uh, arduous that task is and you know all the things that could possibly go wrong and what goes into climbing Everest that you know maybe you didn't think of not the sexy end part where you're just standing on the Hillary step. Um, Twister is a good version of this where maybe we're not really so worried about you know how and why but the experience of seeing a full Cat 5 tornado on a big screen with digital effects like that was it was a kind of a game changer right? Sure. Even Independence Day um, I yeah. think Godzilla and King Co- Godzilla versus King Kong falls into that category And if you were allow yourself to be to take away um the uh, what we would look for in you know really strong plot and interesting characters and like just focus on you know what's actually going on here, you're gonna have a great time.
1: I th- and I think you hit the nail on the head I th- and I think that's maybe my problem with this movie. <laughs> Yeah. I, this I think movie a, is not designed to make sense. It doesn't make sense. And it's it's just a big advertisement for a, a big monster movie fight, which if that's what you want, if you just want some big dumb action uh and like really cool effects, you got it. And and it looks great. I think this movie has zero plot.
0: <laughs> no, um, it it you you could even say it has negative plot. Yeah. You know? Uh <laughs> You know, they came up with the title and the idea of this movie before they even thought about how they would ever get there.
1: Like, I, fundamentally, I feel like they—they they probably even wrote action sequences and all this stuff. And it's like, okay, we've got this. How do we get from here to here to here? And that's action set
0: piece, car chase, yeah, and that's exactly <laughs> Helicopters.
1: What, what they did. Okay, so I'm going to take a, a crack at it. Oh, I'm so excited. Godzilla is the king of the monsters. Indeed, K- King Kong has been. In captivity on Skull Island. Um, Organization wants to break into the hollow earth. They need Kong to guide them. Godzilla follows them and tries to dominate Kong to get him to bow or die. Mm -hmm. They go to hollow earth. Find stuff. Uh organization was creating Mecha Godzilla all along using King one of King Ghidorah's heads. Godzilla and Kong fight a couple times only to in the end have to work together to defeat Mecha Godzilla. A bunch of billions of people die. Done.
0: That's actually I don't know if I can top that. I was just gonna go with um, organization creates mecha Godzilla, which threatens real life Godzilla, Kong trapped in the middle. Fair. Uh,
1: that's fair. I, you know, I I wasn't doing the in, in as many words or less, and that's my fault.
0: <laughs> it's it's okay. Uh, you know. So we all know I love a good talkie-talkie scene. Which which ones are my favorite of this movie? Um, There are two. (laughs) The first part is listening to the Titan podcast. I love when podcasts come up in movies. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I think it's so, and we're such the community that loves it, even though they're totally you know cheesing on us, banking like ranking on us. Like, come on, like that's us, right? Like every and so to put us back on the audience, like I love that. There's a scene where. The Millie Bobby Brown's character is listening. We don't. I don't know her name. Whatever she's listening Madison to the podcast. Something. Whatever the fuck. It's, it's she didn't, they, no one ever says it, it's so eleven. So <laughs> eleven is in this movie, and she's she's exciting. <laughs> um, no, uh, you know, uh, she's listening on the phone and listening to the podcast, and like it's explaining what's going on. And I was like, oh my god, it's exposition. It's on a podcast. This is my favorite scene of the whole movie. But then, but then when you finally see King Ghidorah's head at the end and they're talking about like the technical reasons of why it works. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. That's like some nineties level, like scientification that I missed. Like yeah. it's just like, it doesn't make sense. It's science bros, Tony Stark and Bruce Banner. Like it was, I love, lo- those are my two
1: favorites. So, so, so good. <laughs> um, But yeah, <sighs> I think it's fun. I like the podcast element, but I'm like, they would know who he is. There's like these get no. two hundred and something episodes released about, about all this stuff. What's the corporation? Uh, Apex. Apex. I'm like Atlas, Argus, <laughs> Apex.
0: The exact same design as Cyberdyne, so I'm a little offended. Yeah,
1: <laughs> like <laughs> uh, so it's just like how do you not know that one of your co- one of your employees is like leaking secrets every week? That's Damn. like absurd to me.
0: VPN, you know, you have a good VPN, and maybe he doesn't he use doesn't his He doesn't even name. have
1: a voice distorter on or something like that. Like, all right,
0: <laughs> fair enough. Um, you know, so the first you're kind of brought in immediately, you get immediately get action, which I was not expecting, especially since the first Godzilla was such a slow burn. Um, but you're brought in, and Godzilla's destroying Pensacola, Florida. So thanks, Godzilla. I thank guess, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well done. You know, you can, there's other cities along the Gulf of Mexico that we'd like it to protect others, you know, if they wanted to go, it's not a so big deal. Um <laughs> uh he destroys this place
1: we don't know why. Well, uh, that's that's my problem again. I think we do know why. It's so obvious why. And like I feel like the public in this movie should know why that like a couple of years ago Godzilla saved everyone from all these crazy titans and stuff. He's a good guy. He's doing something for the, to save the world. They from the get go, they made Godzilla the the bad guy in this movie. That's for one thing.
0: Well, he is. He's 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 the God, He's Godzilla. He's <laughs> He's Godzilla. He's he's but he's, he is the embodiment
1: of destruction. Like he is. There's he, yeah, there's nothing. But the the way that they've established him in these movies is that he's he's taking out other threats, and that like his uh, he doesn't want to kill all of humanity he's just like he wants to to keep things and, and that's where it's like they have humanized him in the past but this time they around, take that away they take that yeah. away and it doesn't for me it doesn't work um but like that, you know that's a good
0: point that right because doesn't him and 11 have like some connection thing similar to the girl with Kong in this movie yes <laughs> yeah.
1: and that's why she's like all like and th- that's why all along the way she's like this doesn't make sense like Godzilla doesn't want to hurt people. There must be a reason why he's doing this. And so we're along the way with her, but it just to me, it's like for the, the media and everyone else to be like, why did he attack this place? It's like, I don't know. Go ask the guy there. Maybe he's creating some evil robot. <laughs> like,
0: right. duh. no, no, that's a good point. Um, And it, it's separate from Monarch as we can see. Right. So yeah. like when you started, it's like, it's this bigger corporate corporate, you know, you know, company, it's interesting. I think to me, a couple of years ago, every corporate entity that was a bad science fiction company was really trying to look like Apple for a long time. Mm. And I think a couple of, and then before that, they were trying to, they were, you know, more or less ripping off Cyberdyne in, in some respects. I know we're doing two uh, <laughs> callbacks to Terminator in two episodes, but um, the other idea is that, like, this just does feels so generic. Like, it doesn't feel like, like, what do they make? You know, like they say that they make artificial intelligence and everything. But like, you know, I, I would have been cool to see like one of their like, you know, products, I think. Right. Uh,
1: like, like, why do they more- exist? Like, what is everyone uh, like the everyday use item that everyone has in their pocket or in their home? That I bet
0: you there's a cut scene of like Eleven and her dad like eating breakfast or lunch somewhere I and think, on the TV. I think hear, there are like, a lot of them.
1: cut scenes in this movie. Oh, okay. I yeah, think, that's a good point. I think. I mean, th- I remember when I saw it on HBO Max that it's like under two hours. I was like, "What? How is it yeah. under two hours?" Um, I think there's like a whole, probably separate plot line or something that's missing <laughs> that they just got okay. rid of. Um, but yeah, so so the Apex Technologies, he, uh, Godzilla attacks it. Uh, for some reasons, I mean, of course he's a mustache twirling villain guy, like he's not suspect at all. <laughs> um, but then from here, I guess we are also along with, um, cause he goes and sees Alexander Skarsgård who's now in this, that, that's another problem for me. Like the, the continuity of human characters is kind of lacking. Was he a new guy from somebody else? He's new. I don't know. Who is this guy? But they're talking about him like we should know who he is. Yeah, I've never seen him before in my life. Right. And they're talking about his brother that was killed. That I'm like, wait, are we supposed to know who his brother is? Like, what happened to Charles Dance's character? Where is he? He seemed to be all up in, in the business of King Adora's head. And they use that, that uh, MacGuffin, but they don't have him.
0: Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, those are expensive actors, man. And, you know, I, I think it's hard franchise to franchise when you have, you know, so many, you know, comings and goings and they're just trying to get Godzilla to look the same as the last movie anyway. So like, I'm, I'm okay with new human characters. In fact, they could change them every movie because, you know, having the dad from super eight and Millie Bobby Brown return, like, yeah, that's all well and good. Um, but like, we hadn't seen this new lady on Skull Island and like, we haven't caught up with Kong and any of the characters for Skull Island at all.
1: Well, we only hear about them slightly in the, in the credits from John Goodman. Right. And and that's, again, I mean, I like that movie, Kong Skull Island, and they Me had a too. lot of really expensive actors in that one. And like, I know they set that back in, in the seventies, which is why they can't have, Brie Larson and Tom Hiddleston and Samuel L. Jackson and John C. Riley the list goes on. Right. But like having some sort of like connection to, to those characters, I don't know. You're absolutely right. It shouldn't matter, but like the way that they handle it and the way that they move from movie to movie is weird. weird. It's not consistent. It's not consistent at all. And like, because absolutely Billy Bobby Brown, Kyle Chandler does nothing down from super eight. Like he's barely in this movie. They, can't, uh, they cast they um, cast Lance Reddick from Fringe. Uh, he's like a military guy. He literally is one scene. It's like, why are you putting these people here? Like, they, yeah. I don't understand. Sorry, it's okay. Um, no, no, no. I, I, not
0: that that's really valid, dude. I I, I hear you. Um, so I want to talk about um, Kong containment for a hot minute. Yeah. That we made a Truman Show bubble over King Kong. Um, that would seem hard to do and time-consuming and costly.
1: Um, what do you think about this? That would seem hard to do and time-consuming and costly, 100%. But I think what they show is that they have the ability to sedate him and capture right. him. Uh, and so Yeah, but you can always sedate and capture him. You can. And so it's like, okay, they they build this thing on one side of the island, Somehow he doesn't realize it this entire time. Like, <laughs> right. would, don't you think as they're constructing this this big bubble that probably took them ten years, yeah. that he would have been like, "No, I don't want you to build this thing on my island," and he would like destroy. Like, what's that movie? <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm
0: I'm into see because show me like the uh, Kong Damage Control movie. You know un- what I unless, mean? Like,
1: unless it's a kind of thing where they like airlift this like big thing in, like it's all built off island, then they just have prefab. To piece it t- Piece it together, and then it's like together in a couple days, and they sedate him while they're doing that. I guess I don't know. So that's how they g- drag him in, I suppose. Mm-hmm. But he clearly doesn't want to be there. No. Uh,
0: and and I like. Mm, I think the use of music in this movie is interesting. It it feels a little Marvel. Yeah. Um, I like that we give Kong a soundtrack. Really, I do. Uh. <laughs> just make just do more fun during the regular movie like it would have been cool to see like I love Blue Oyster Cult's Godzilla. It's one of my favorite rock and roll songs. Um I think that riff is just fucking iconic and I would have loved to see like Godzilla like coming to shore in Hong Kong and like hear that don don dun, 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 dun. If they were going to commit to it for Kong, do it for Godzilla, man. Like yeah, why we not? know the- like, come on, like, let's fucking rock, like, and let's get some fucking crazy, you know, delay guitar shredding over the destruction of the city. Like, uh, I, I think they could have gone further with that, but to, like, kind of half-ass it that, you know, but I have weird critiques of this movie. Um, I want to talk about the – there's a movie – a moment in this movie I think I called the fall in love moment. Yeah. And that's, I think, when, uh, when Kong uses sign language for the first time. Ugh. And I thought that – was such a fucking incredible concept that could be 3 movies. Yes. 100%. That's 3%. Three... That is a fucking exciting idea. Like, oh my god, we can talk to him now. What does he have to say about shit? Let's start using him or let's have him go on a journey of his own. If he can communicate and has a conscience and has, you know, ideas and a, and a character development. Put him in a giant do space that.
1: suit and send him out into space and see what he could do. That would be fun. Yeah. Let's <laughs> fucking see. Like,
0: come on. Like, we can. That was, I think, that's I think, iconic moment. That's a moment people are going to walk out remembering. And you know the PC people I could say being like, well, we didn't need him to do this. No, 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 no. You needed this in the film. This is huge. I love this. Do more of this, please. Somebody pick up on that concept for the next one. Uh, I really, I really like that. I thought that was awesome. What a
1: good idea. And so, and I think the the humanizing of Kong in this movie is just done so well. I think you're if so anything, right. This character benefited the most from this film. And he, I mean, he's a fully fleshed out character. Now you understand his motivations. You see what he, what he wants to do. And he's not just like, you know, smashing things like he's like, in some ways, kind of like a gigantic Hulk. (laughs) Yeah. In a lot of ways, Uh, you know, maybe someday he'll start to babble and, and, and talk. (laughs) Yeah. Great. I'm in, you know, I I think it's, and it's great. And like, that's one of the biggest takeaways for me that I, I, yeah, you fall in love with him and you want to see more of him um, and and which is surprising because it it's a double bill and I feel like they don't do that for Godzilla at all and maybe because Godzilla's had more movies, but they like, definitely I, yeah all the other uh, versus movies like I mean Batman versus Superman like it's as much a, a Batman movie as it is a Superman movie in some ways. Uh, but like, I do feel like they're, they're a little bit more equal. Um, there's clearly antagonism on each side, but like in this movie, it's just like, no Kong Kong versus Godzilla maybe would have been a better title.
0: You know, that's actually a good point. Um, you know, that maybe if we had known from the get go that we're going to be kind of following him as a you know, a character and not an underdog. As a destructive force, yeah. <laughs> you know, like Godzilla represents the atomic bomb. He doesn't have a character, you know, and they did that pretty interestingly in the last movie that he's pro humanity, right. Yeah. He's trying to protect us. Um, but it also seems like Godzilla's willing to make sacrifices, <laughs> you right. know, like, uh, he, he's, you know, he's, he knows you got to break a few eggs. Uh, you want to make an omelet. Um, I want to talk about the sea aircraft carrier scene. There's one shot where one of my favorite things they do with these big effects movies that I think they don't always do in the action scenes is recreate action from the point of view of something that could have actually been filmed. Um, That like when you're seeing these scenes, like when you first like the poster shot, right of Godzilla and Kong standing on the aircraft character carrier, we hadn't seen um, the aircraft carrier. I, or at least I don't remember it from the poster, but when you see them both, in that shot and they're standing opposing to each other um like where is the camera right like it's on a helicopter or something yes but in this mo- in this movie they have a very cool shot where the camera is attached to the aircraft character as Godzilla is rolling it with King Kong attached in chains on it oh my god that was awesome like yeah. and and again like it shows that these movies do have really great and creative cinematography and like that they're trying to um show something you could never really show, right? And and I'm really happy for this movie that you could see what was going on. I, my, one of my big fears was that they were going to go back to the Edwardsy thing, and you wouldn't be able to tell what, what's happening in the fight, right?
1: Yeah, uh, and, and I think they couldn't, you know, because in, in Kong Skull Island, he's pretty much there, and you see him full frame a lot. So, like... A ton, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it's just, like again, mind-boggling to me that you can have... King Kong, I guess Kong, he can bec- maybe becomes king later in the movie. We'll get to that. Jump mm. from aircraft aircraft carrier to aircraft carrier, and somehow not like smash through the top of it.
0: Yeah, that was a little bit. But like, yeah. he must be mm-hmm.
1: how many freaking tons? Like thousand tons? I don't know. He's massive. Yeah, um, I wonder. I
0: wonder if and they brought in a physicist to be like, could this work? How would would that Kind of displacement happen or if they just did the shot. I'm sure
1: they probably just did it, but. I think they should probably just did it. I don't think they um, wanted a physicist. I, I want to see need Neil deGrasse Tyson's take on this film.
0: Yeah. Would Godzilla and King Kong have sank the aircraft carrier? Let me know. Um, <laughs> liked. I, the round one I thought was very interesting. I like that it goes to Godzilla because I think we were all like, yeah, Godzilla is going to smash this. Like, this is going to be knockdown, drag out. I also appreciated that there were rounds. Yeah. Um, I was definitely a little bit more worried that there was not going to be, um, as much fighting as there was build, but no, no, no. You, you definitely get your money's worth. Yeah. Um, what do you think? Any thoughts on the first fight?
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, it makes sense. I feel like, uh, Kong was at an extreme disadvantage. Like he's already, already at a disadvantage against Godzilla in many ways, but like for him to be somewhat sedated, chained on a boat. And because he needs to breathe air, (laughs) he is a mammal. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Yeah. He was very much screwed here. Um, so it makes sense that, uh, he, I mean, he gets pretty much knocked out and, uh, then they decide to turn off all the ships. So Godzilla goes away. All right, have they tried that before? Like <laughs> Yeah, you'd think that they would have thought about this one a little while ago. Oh yeah, yeah. And then they're yeah. like, "What about flying him? Can we fly him to Antarctica?" It's like, <laughs> "Can we fly?" Him to- <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes, apparently you can. Apparently you can. Because this is where the entrance for the hollow earth
1: is. Um, which is different the- than the the underground stuff that they had in the last movie. So, the hollow earth theory
0: um is a pretty cockamamie theory. It's It suggests that there is, you know, somebody back in the day suggested that there was an inverted world, right, underneath the, um, underneath the crust of the Earth that there was, you know, potentially other creatures. This was explored in classic science fiction. Um, I believe it's Jules Verne's Journey to the Center of the Earth. Mm. Uh, so I think they're alluding to that a little bit here, which I thought was kind of okay, but uh, also... Um, I don't love when big conspiracy theories get, like, integrated into movies, um, especially ones that are so ridiculous as this one. (laughs) Um, uh, And this, to me, is a little bit where the plots, like, you just have to kind of just, like, shut up and enjoy because this does not make any sense. So they're flying anti-gravity gravity gravity crafts (laughs) (laughs) through what I believe is a gravity black hole that allows you to go into the hollow earth. Uh huh. Um, yeah, I didn't love this either, but I thought it was visually okay. And if we're going to get more of it in the future, maybe that's an okay thing too. What yeah. do you think?
1: I think it's visually cool. I think the concept is kind of cool. I think the logistics and the science behind it are like bat shit. And it's like, yeah, because they go through this sort of like, you're absolutely right, like some sort of black hole thing. It's like, but so you're saying that there's a black hole inside the Earth now? Like, uh, that's yeah, that's where it gets a little fuzzy. And then, but when <laughs> when later Godzilla like atomic breaths and it drills a hole all the way to the, how does the Earth not explode? <laughs> like when that happens, yeah. <laughs> like
0: what? So. <laughs> okay, so not only can Godzilla and King Kong float back and forth through the Hollow Earth area un undamaged, uh there's sunlight down here. How is there sunlight?
1: Uh I don't I get don't, that one. I don't know if it was sunlight so much as like some sort of like radiation or something, I guess they were Maybe. going for. Maybe um, I don't know. I, I don't yes. know. Uh, uh, but whatever they're alluding to, basically that the that Skull Island is like is connected the, is connected to this. Which I, at one point I thought they said that it was like an entrance point, but I guess they decided like, no, we can't go in there. Let's go in, in Ar- Antarctica uh, for uh-huh. some reason. Poor poor Kong. He looks so sad in the snow. It's like, what the fuck is this, guys? I love my hot island. Why'd you bring me here?
0: Yeah, it's amazing. Also, first of all, King Kong would not survive in an article like that. That's not no. That's no. that doesn't work like that. Nope. Um. They trick King Kong, which I don't like that they do that. No, but don't I, like that either. But they they have the little girl use sign language to tell King Kong maybe his family is down this hole. Um, to which King Kong is sympathetic to that and wants to find his family. Of he course. had to before that I, we had no idea he had a family. Uh, until he comes upon what's the mo- equivalent of Mount Doom in this movie, an <laughs> inverted <laughs> mountain on top of each other uh, across the gravity channel that has a throne in it for someone. Whose throne is this? If there's King Ghidorah and there's Godzilla and King Kong, whose throne is this? I believe
1: what they're alluding to is that there was a race of giant apes that kong descended from that i guess probably had sentience like even more than his because they built things like yeah. this is a throne room there are steps there's like sculptures there they weapons like it seems to me like that there maybe maybe it's millions of years ago who knows that they lived down there somehow Kong was born and was sent, or, or he ended up on Skull Island, and maybe Godzilla wiped out the race of former Kongs. Hmm. Okay. I think that's what they're going for. And then there's this weapon. He gets his. Uh, what's what's the one that Thor creates? Not not Mjolnir, but the Stormbreaker. Stormbreaker. He gets Stormbreaker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they had to have Stormbreaker in this movie. Because, because I mean, they needed him to level up. They needed to, to level the playing field a little bit because the first fight right. was so overbalanced in Godzilla's favor.
0: It was also a water battle, but sure. uh, we'll move on from that. head. Uh, yeah, the mm, the axe seemed cool to me. I'm all right with that. I like that it was one of like Godzilla's um, spikies like, or one of his plates. That yeah, was kind of cool. that was cool. I liked how you could charge the thingy. That, that sounded interesting. Um didn't love the bat bird creatures those were those were weird those were scary but okay um we also lose our all of our connections to you know apex down there the the daughter dies in the vehicles and then we get the vehicle and then we pop out in Hong Kong right um where round two is about to go down where
1: our human characters are kind of
0: carrying the 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 end of the third act of this movie right
1: and I I actually really liked the the underground uh, hyperloop like thing that they built from Yeah, that's very cool. That's cool. So they they spend part of the movie just like riding their way to Hong Kong. It's like, "Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. That's that's fine." Um uh, yeah, but I, and so that's I guess the idea is that that's where they're building Mecha Godzilla. Right? Yeah, that's where they built him. That yeah. the la- last part made it all the way there and but like what were they looking for down in the hollow earth? Like what was the thing that I guess they were able to control Godzilla in some way some
0: kind of the, the power source that uh, like the nuclear breath of Godzilla charges this energy within the Hollow Earth differently that they were somehow able to harness it I think that's
1: what they were saying right cuz they got the but sample and then they gave this they transport emailed the sample to the guy so they were trying to use it but it kind of malfunctions
0: Oh, it totally malfunctions because it reanimates Ghidorah within Mechagodzilla. Right. You know. Uh, Okay. So you know we pick up in Hong Kong (laughs) with our human characters who are are barely holding this together. Right. It's just at this point. Yeah. Um, I didn't. I think that you could have picked one of the teams. Um, and and or focused on some kind of interesting way to bring our two teams together.
1: Oh, yeah, true.
0: And to me, that just seemed like the biggest missed opportunity, bringing that back, of this whole film, was that in order to make, I think, a good ensemble cast fun and exciting in an action movie, at some point, you have to harness everybody's tools uh, simultaneously so that you can defeat the threat. And it just seemed like everybody was so spread out that had one of the teams at any other point had not, succeeded the idea would have failed but the other team would have had no way of knowing that so like would we have what was the plan after that you know it it, i think they should have focused more on trying to bring them together and having a resolution that was a little bit uh
1: stronger than the end of this movie yeah and 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 i don't know ultimately i don't feel like the the godzilla team really did anything (laughs) They're like, okay, let's short it out with with alcohol.
0: Yeah, that that was again. You know, now that I'm thinking about it, uh, <laughs> frustrating. Um, it, it, the whole movie, you're setting up that uh, Brian Tyree Henry's character has a flask on him, and it's a flask he got from his dead wife, and you know, once it's empty, you know, then all bad things can go awry. So they're trying to hack into the system with a password, which again. Wow, in 2021. Really?
1: Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Also, in 2021, uh, there's that, that joke about drinking bleach. It's like, yeah, God, ugh, Really? <laughs> Why did they have to throw that in there? That's so stupid. Dates this movie yeah, like a, that, m- a million years. Um, yeah, that was rough. But, I mean, I, I think, yeah. I think that the human characters for, for on Kong's side of things, like they actually are... The little the little girl and the lady are great.
0: Yeah. Uh, I don't think you need the guy, Mr. Skarsgård, as much. You need him to fly the ship, obviously. He but to
1: fly the ship, and then he's got to do the little zappy zappy to restart Kong's heart.
0: Right, but you know, um, I think it would have been maybe a little bit more compelling if Skarsgård died in the I agree. Kong in the Hollow Earth, and they had to kind of go and figure it out together. Maybe that's my rewrite. You would think so too? Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Um. <laughs> Let's talk about Mecha Godzilla. This is very underwhelming for me. Um, yeah, I thought they could have gone a little bit harder. Um, I knew that by the end of the movie we would see them together. Mecha Godzilla has also been teased, so but I didn't remember it, and I'm glad that they didn't focus on him for big parts of the trailers and the marketing because yeah. I once I was like, oh, Mecha Godzilla, right? Okay, I it wasn't so present of mind the whole time, so. Mm-hmm. Maybe I was just strategic in my trailer watching. Maybe you feel differently. What do you think?
1: Um, I mean, I kind of assumed that they were going to go there. like, Because, again, we needed something. We needed our doomsday. We needed yeah. something to uh, bring Kong and Godzilla together to fight. Because like, they're not going to kill off one of them. That's just not going to nope. happen. And while I, I do think, and we'll get to this in a second, I do think there is a definitive winner. I think them teaming up makes a lot of sense and some other threat that they had to fight you know they again they had the the king Ghidorah ahead they've kind of getting there along the way makes total sense do I love the way that he looks and operates Meh. yeah I think they could have taken a little bit more time on uh the design and the CGI work here um a little very generic mm-hmm. I yeah I, I agree with you I um, would almost have rather like a dragon zord in the suit. (laughs) Like,
0: you know, you have a, you have a tremendous point. I I think, you know, because that battle is underwhelming and and we'll talk about the end in a second. I want to kind of dial it back to round two in Hong Kong. Yes. Um, I think this is the, by far the standout scene of the movie. This is what you came for. Yeah. It is Godzilla. It is King Kong. They are battling in a giant, beautiful kick-ass, well-lit city. Yeah. Um, it destroying. was dark, but you could see, but you could see everything. You could see
1: everything. Very important.
0: Um, th- I, this is a tremendously good scene. It definitely handled you know the question of you know well, Godzilla has nuclear breath. How is you know King Kong gonna f- to fight with that? Well, he's gonna do everything he can to avoid getting hit with a beam of the nuclear breath. Yep. Now, had King Kong got hit with a beam of the nuclear breath, we don't know what would have happened to King Kong. I'm gonna let that slide, but right. I liked that throughout the fight. King Kong is mitigating. He's like, I'm not going to let you do this. Like I'm going to, I'm yeah. beating you back in every way I can. And I'm not going to let you shoot me with the fire breath. Right.
1: And, and that works. That worked for me. I think that, uh, yeah. I mean, like in, in previous discussions, I'm like, yeah, how has he survived that? And he's like, he's an ape. He flies around, he flips around. He, there's all these right. buildings like the, an end and, and he got his level up weapon and, he went yes. and grinded through the game and he got his, his new weapon, his master sword to fight bad guy. And not only is it a really cool axe, but it absorbs the atomic breath. Right. So when he's getting the the atomic breath,
0: he can kind of hold it similar to like, you know, Yoda repelling the it, Sith lightning. Yeah. Um. And yeah, I that scene was as that was really wonderful cinema. I, I, you know,
1: this is what I'm saying. That would have been awesome to see on the big screen though.
0: Yeah. A hundred percent. This is, you know, this is why you go to those movies to see that kind of scale, to see that, and to have that sound and the full immersion. Um, yeah, I, well, I didn't talk about him so much. I'm going to talk about him right now. I got the Govi dynamic, um, (laughs) lights and i've been selling frank and on a couple of my other friends about these for the last couple of weeks because i think that they're awesome they've been trying to crack this technology how do you have ambient light behind your television that reflects the light on the screen there's a couple different ways of doing it the main way people do it is you get a raspberry pi and you program it into your computer if you're a gamer and then it sets the lights to mirror the lights on your computer monitors that's the main way people do it but for a tv it's not as intuitive because you you normally don't have a desktop or a tower you know that's driving your tv most of the time it's just the tv so i got one of these that was a raspberry pi quote unquote it did not work um then i got the new system that they have which uses a camera on the top of your tv to watch your tv with you and then use those colors behind you so as they're going through the different pieces of the neon lighting, that's showing up behind the screen. And as they're fighting and going around, or if there's lightning, lightning is really excellent on it. Um, I, I really like these and I highly recommend them. I'll link them in the show notes here. Uh, but yeah, these are, um, I, 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 the theater experience I'm sure was probably tremendous and amazing. But if you have these, like it's it's pretty fucking immersive. That's awesome. And And then the last part, you know, just to kind of maybe go back to the
1: theory, is this movie is a ride. This is an attraction. Oh, it sure is. This is Universal Studios uh, (laughs) Kong, Kong Skull Island ride plus a very epic Godzilla ride that teams up. Roller coaster, something with the glasses on. Yeah, that's totally the, what it is. <laughs> what do you, do you think that that's a
0: good thing? Like, I think that maybe it could be okay if it's done okay. Maybe that could be a cool way to see and think, look at these movies anymore. What do you think?
1: Uh, I mean, I thought about it as we were going through. I was like, how many times? I mean, I don't know if this movie was made for three D too. It might be, right? Uh, yeah, because there are a couple shots where it's like something's flying at the screen, and then you know kong pulls it back or whatever uh so i'm okay with it i, I again i think like on a ride even on a ride you have a plot most of the time on these things and they're 2 minutes long <laughs> uh yeah and so but i think my my problem with the movie isn't the the spectacle and the action it's it's the plot so i'm okay with it being a ride as long as there's there's more to do along the way
0: yeah So now that we've kind of we've really racking up the time here, folks, thank you for sitting with us. We're going to wrap this up coming up right now. So the end of this Godzilla and King Kong defeat Mechagodzilla. Surprise, surprise. The sun is shining and our characters part ways. Um, You think that there's a clear winner here. Yes. Um, Who is that? Godzilla. Yeah.
1: And here's why. Um, I think. So you, you have, you know, round two goes to, to Kong. So they're kind of tied. Then like a few minutes later, before they even fight uh, Mecha Godzilla uh, Godzilla totally knocks him out. And like Kong is yeah. dying. Like his heart is like slowing down and they have to revive him. Mm-hmm. So that to me is kind of round three. I think he goes to Godzilla
0: mm-hmm. and
1: you have to bring him back. And then they work together Oh, because there's and then there's that I guess it's the beat before that where like Godzilla's is like standing on him and he's like, submit or I will kill you. Yeah. <laughs> and so Kaga's <laughs> like,
0: do you bleed?
1: Fuck. <laughs> yeah. The, their, their Martha moment. <laughs> yeah. It's
0: totally the Martha moment. Um,
1: so, uh, yeah. I mean, Dawn of this is Dawn of Justice, Rise of return of the king king kong has has, is now a king i guess he's got a throne he sits on it so cool with his axe yeah but no i think even though earlier in the movie they're like kong submits to no one i think he does submit and once they defeat mecha godzilla which i think godzilla totally recognizes that he couldn't have done without kong's help Mm -hmm. they have a moment they stare at each other across the way and kong drops the axe and I guess that's basically he doesn't bow because he doesn't have that sort of like thing in his culture or whatever to do that. But I think that's him that's him like resigning and saying, "Okay, you You win, you you win. I I don't want to die. We can do we can part our separate ways.
0: You said it perfectly, Frank. Yes, I agree. I had Kong going in here because I thought the angle that they were going to take was that Kong is. More like us, right? Mm-hmm. That he's more human. He's ha- has more character. He's you know more intelligent, and that he would have worked. I would have thought before I remembered about Mechagodzilla that he would have like worked with the humans maybe a little bit more. I thought that's what they were setting up with the sign language.
1: Mm.
0: Uh, but yeah, I was like always bet on brains. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sure. Like, but again, I think they wanted to reinforce, you know, uh, King Kong Godzilla. You know, what's that classic Kanye line like? what's king to a God, you know, like it's it's a, di- there's a difference, there you know, you go. totally. And, uh, yeah, I think, you know, ending this movie the way that they did obviously sets it up for more. Um, you know, I don't know where or what or how or
1: why does it um, though. I, Hmm. It could,
0: it could be the end, you know, it could be a nice way to just end it, but I, 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 don't know. I'm um, I'm curious about the future of the franchise. I'm
1: very curious about the future of the franchise. Obviously Godzilla goes off to his like underground, uh, underwater cavern or wherever he lives. Right. And then we see Kong in the hollow earth again. And, and we've got a, a human, uh, regiment down there, like monitoring him and whatever. They're all down there. Yes. So like, it is kind of a natural point. Like, obviously I was saying at the top of this, they were leading to this movie for many, many years. Mm -hmm. And over the years, the plot has gotten thinner and thinner and thinner. And that I'm like, what would happen next? Um, I don't know. And and that's where I'm a little disappointed in that. I kind of, right. Like Batman versus Superman. We knew justice league was coming civil war. We knew there was going to be something to bring them back together. And that, you know, we had to, fight thanos in the infinity gauntlet here this just feels like okay that this might be it um there's i don't even think there are any other movies on the slate it's not like even like oh yeah there's a a a godzilla 3 or kong 2 that they they're developing they i don't even know if they have that which is why i'm kind of like it might just be done um or if it does continue on it might be like a softer reboot um but i don't think we're going to get another one in like three years you know, maybe that's a good thing. It might be, um,
0: and maybe they can develop other classic monsters. You know, there's there's a lot of cool kaiju, and I think that you know what Pacific Rim taught us was that no people want to see kaiju they know they just they don't just want to see generic kaiju, right? Like, yeah, we'll go for the first movie, but unless we re- you know started to re- remember why we're here from that first movie, it's kind of tough, right? So I think that's why they doubled down with kong and skull island and all the last guys in the last movie that's why they crammed three you know major you know godzilla antagonists into one movie yeah uh i'm interested to know if from any maybe people other maybe other people out in the community you know have other insight of you know where godzilla has gone and what they've done is it aliens is it baby godzilla you know where do we go from here yeah. and uh let us know what you guys think because you know we're just
1: as stumped as you. I, and I think like, uh, while I would love for them to have like, to go from here and have like a new Kong movie. Cause I think that this character worked so well this time around. I just think they have a big problem in that, like similar to other superhero team movies, when you have to go back to your, you know, solo ones, it's like, how do you, after this whole experience, how do you write Godzilla out of the plot of the next Kong movie? Right. Right. Cause he's, no, he's massive you. and he just, he can go across the earth in a couple minutes, <laughs> you know, Right. It, it you
0: know, you have, a, you have a tremendous point. Um, I think if we're leaving it here, I think it was a good little franchise that stuck within its realms. And, you know, we can talk about that largely after, you know, we know what's to come in the future, but if not, and there's more to come, like just keep it exciting and keep it light, you know? And, and, you know, I, I think that's a, something that they could look at, you know, look to the disaster movies of the late nineties and early two thousands, get interesting cast. That's important. Yeah. Maybe not as always important to get returning people back, but just, you know, keep it exciting, keep it, in, keep it light and then focus on the action and, and make the action something we, some kind of spectacle we've never seen before. Right. Make it new and
1: fresh. And, you know, cause these, these yeah. characters have been around for a long time now and, a lot has been done already. Definitely. Um, and, you
0: know, think of how different the world is from the ninety eight Godzilla until now. You know, it's just such a huge we've come such a long way. Oh my god. You know, yeah. that that was so obviously a cash grab and you know, they've honestly done, you know, the homework here to to show why this is, you know, a, a worthy franchise people want to see. They like this kind of elemental giant action spe- spectacle. It, it, it's, it's just as simple as that. Um, so yeah, guys, thank you for tuning in with us and checking out the podcast. Uh, any final thoughts, Frank?
1: No, it, uh, it was a fun ride. Uh, not whole much more than that, but, uh, I'm, I'm excited that it came out. I would love to see more but um we'll see if that happens um otherwise keep listening to our podcast we're covering falcon and the winter soldier uh hopefully pretty soon we can dive into some of our older films again um mcu otherwise uh you know check out our podcasts on uh, the snyder cut and everything leading up to that if you haven't experienced that yet they keep putting out new versions there's a Justice League is, or Justice's gray version or something is out there yeah. Yes, so, it's a black and white version. Right. I'm not going to watch it again. Nope. <laughs> Sorry.
0: Couldn't, couldn't be bothered with that shit. But, yeah, that's it for me. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Uh, this is the Long Lost Heroes podcast. Check us out uh Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at LLH Podcast. You can check out the website, www.longlostheroes.net. You can email us, info at longlostheroes.net. Find our podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher. Leave us a rating and review. Tell us what you like, what you didn't like, uh, what your thoughts are for the future of this franchise. We'd uh, love to know. I'm AJ. And I'm Frank. Have a good day. Have a good week. Thanks, everyone.
1: Bye.